This podcast is brought to you by Paul Simpkins and the Boldly Lead program, focusing on helping tech leaders like you end the frustration of low-performing teams and losing high-quality employees so they can increase productivity by 50%, go home on time, and sleep better at nights. Hello and welcome to the Tech Leaders Toolbox. I'm Paul Simpkins. And I want to remind you, we're here today because how you lead today determines how your team succeeds tomorrow. And you know, each and every one of you is definitely a leader. And remember that leaders grow by a commitment to become better each and every day. And well, to grow daily is a challenge. I mean, who has the time, right? And how do you know if you're growing the right way? Well, like everything else, it requires a system to be successful at it. So I wanted to today I wanted to share with you my system that if you apply it, I know will give you a great return. It will be pers- purposeful, it will be directed, and it's going to give you the results that you want. Are you ready? Let's go. So like I said, today I wanted to share with you a little bit of a growth formula that I think is going to be very helpful to you. And I want to first talk a little bit about, you know, I've talked a lot about uh, when I talk with other people, I talk about their whys, how they got where they are. I wanted to share a little bit of how I got where I am and why I do what I do today. See, I've, my background, I've had over 30 years as a professional corporate trainer. I've worked both for and with organizations, large and small. And over that time, uh, I've developed and delivered training just about any way you can do it. And I've worked with all phases in the training process. I've worked with technology-based training and what they call soft skills training, although there's not really anything soft about it. One of the things I observed watching And as a trainer, you're always looking in the organization and looking at people and how they interact with one another. I learned a lesson very early on in my career that kind of set the stage for this and started me on this path of why all of this happens within organizations. See, right out of college, I was hired into a managerial role for a company. And this lesson that I learned from this just stuck with me with this. See, one of the people I was working with, uh, I was getting particularly frustrated with him. I'm going to call him John. It's not his real name, but that's what we're going to call him. And John worked an odd shift. And so I wasn't always there when he was there, but I was in charge of supervising him. And he seemed, well, at least in my view, it seemed like he took great delight and doing the opposite of whatever I asked for. Seemed to be always opposing me. But let's be real. I was a bossy guy back then. I was. Uh, My expectations were unreasonable. They were poorly communicated. My expectation was simply that I would shout and you would do, right? Uh, Wasn't interested in what people had to say. Wasn't interested in how they were doing. Just come in and do what I tell you to do. And in addition, I knew next to nothing about John, personally or otherwise. 
and, and I really didn't want to. All I knew was that I wanted to solve a problem, and the only way I could see clear to solving it was by immediately terminating John. But I needed to get my bosses okay to do that. Well, I went to my boss. I didn't get it. I laid out the whole story for him, convinced that he would agree with me and say, yep, it's time to get rid of him. Instead, what my boss did was he asked me a series of questions about what I knew about John, his background, his family life, his aspirations. He also asked me how I set expectations and how I communicated that to John. I was faced with the reality that this was, to a great extent, a problem of my own creation. And that's when my manager dropped this bomb on me that just shook me to my core. What he said to me is, leadership creates all the problems. And leadership is also the only ones who can solve the problems. So that was what got me thinking about looking at and paying attention to what's going wrong. And I did see lots going wrong, but I also saw lots of things going right. What I observed in organizations that I worked with and what I observed in other organizations, like Herb Kelleher and Southwest Airlines, Richard Branson and the Virgin Brands, Doug Conan and Campbell Soup Company, and, and what I learned that over time was backed by research and what I present here each and every week uh, with these podcast episodes is that the most effective leaders are the ones that authentically care for their people, communicate clearly with them, develop deep connections to their people so that they increase their positive influence. So, to do that means we have to develop a certain level of emotional maturity, and it means that we have to grow. And that's the other thing I observed with all of these leaders that were highly effective, the ones that had great influence with me, the ones that have had great influence within their organizations, like Kelleher, like Branson, like Doug Conan, the most effective leaders are constantly reinventing themselves. See, growth is not optional, it's mandatory. So with that being the case, how do we know if we are growing in the right ways? Unfortunately, what happens with a lot of people when they just think grow, they think, well, then all I have to do is sign up for a workshop, take an online class, read a book or something like that, and, and then I've accomplished the task. But learning for the sake of learning is not an effective remedy. So what I wanted to share with you today is the formula I use for evaluating every learning experience that I contemplate. And what I take a look at, and, and this is my program that I implement for growth that helps move me closer to where I want to be. And to make it easy to remember, I've created this acronym for it that I call dime. So call it learning on a dime. Because a lot of times, and this is the other side benefit of it, a lot of times this can be a less expensive way of investing in our learning 
than just haphazardly spending money and going to workshops and so forth. So here's the dime, uh, the dime method of learning. So the first is the D, which is daily. Growth has to occur on a daily basis. If you've heard me talk before, I often talk about being a one percenter. That has nothing to do with your finances. It has to do with focusing on growing yourself by just one percent a day. That's part of the benefit of this. If you focus on daily growth, it doesn't have to be massive amounts. You don't have to go to a four-hour workshop or an all-day workshop or a multi-day workshop. If you focus on growing yourself today and every day, you can do it in smaller increments. Now, if you think, well, I don't have time to grow myself every day, let me ask you this. Look at your calendar. Look at your schedule. Do you have 15 minutes anywhere in there? The chances are, no matter how busy you are, you'll find you have at least 15 minutes. Half an hour would be better. But if you can commit yourself to at least 15 minutes a day, then you will make a difference. It doesn't have to be formal learning, but you need to spend 15 minutes a day. And think about this, 1% doesn't sound like much, but over time, it's like compounding interest. Over time, it compounds. So if you grow 1% a day, by the end of the year, you will have grown yourself over 365%. Over because it compounds. It has to be intentional. Too many times we chase the next shiny object. And, and I know this so well because my personality, I'm what they call a high eye personality on the disc profile. If you've never heard of the disc, it's a great personality profile because it helps you identify the traits of different personality types. And this is one of my big struggles because I'm a highly interactive person. I'm very tuned in to what's going on around me and the people around me. And as such, it's very easy for me to be attracted to the next big thing. I get a seminar postcard in the mail or an email and I'm going, oh, that sounds like a great idea. Let's sign up for that. Uh, the book someone recommended we get and we've got to read it right away and I drop whatever else I'm doing and pick that up uh, and may not read all the way through it before the next thing comes along and I pick that up, a video on LinkedIn or Facebook. And, and we pursue all of this without really knowing whether it meets our needs or the needs of the organization. Chasing the shiny object is not a growth plan. It's a random series of events. And we want to be more intentional about choosing the growth path that best meets our immediate and future needs. So what does that mean? Well, what that means is that in order for our growth to be intentional, we need to know exactly where we need to grow. So there's some time spent here in introspection. You have to take a look at what can I do better? What do I need to improve? Don't just depend on yourself for this. Look for getting what they like to call 360 feedback. Talk to people whose opinions you trust, colleagues, co-workers. Talk to some of your employees that you trust. Talk to some of your bosses that you trust. 
Talk to people outside of the workplace whose opinions you trust and that you can count on them to be straight up with you and tell you, well, you know, you tend to be like this. You tend to do this. And that helps you identify areas of growth that you then, as you look for growth opportunities, the intention is you are making choices that will help you shore up those areas. So that's what intentional growth is all about. Intentional growth is all about making choices that move us closer to being the person we want to be, the leader we want to be, the team or the organization we want to be. Now, the M is for mistakes. You can't be afraid to make mistakes, either as an individual, as a leader, or as a team. Because we learn our best lessons, not from our successes, but from our failures, from making mistakes. Uh, we, we, when we reward mistakes, we have those opportunities to learn lessons. And so that only happens when we actually take the time to take a look at those and see where we went wrong, what we can do better. But we have to first give ourselves permission to take risk and make mistakes. Give your employees that same permission to go out and screw up, not intentionally, but to go out and have the opportunity to make mistakes without fear of punishment. Give yourself permission that you're going to make mistakes. Come to terms with that because it's where we're going to learn those best lessons about how to move forward. Along the same lines, you know, I mentioned that HP story and another story is along the same lines of a uh, person working for an organization. And, and I, and to be honest, I don't remember the name of the organization anymore, but I do remember it was a true story that again, somebody who really made a major screw up, it was going to cost the organization $150,000 because of the way they screwed up. And so the person got called into the boss's office and the CEO's office, actually, and was fully prepared to be fired over this grievous mistake. It was late in the day. He goes in and fesses up to the CEO and says, yeah, I screwed up. This is what I did. I know you got to get rid of me. And when he finishes the story, the CEO takes a look at him and says, well, I'm not going to get rid of you because I just paid $150,000 for you to learn a lesson. You better have learned it. The last E is for, uh, the E in dime is for engaged. Leaders learn by engaging in the learning process. Encourage your employees to engage with one another so that not only do they learn from their mistakes, but also from the mistakes of others. You take a look at what other leaders are doing. Learn by their mistakes as well. Be actively engaged every day in looking at the lessons that can be learned. It can significantly shorten the learning curve and allows us to move forward at a much quicker pace because of the dynamic of learning of a learning organization that is prepared for the future. So think about this. So that's the dime. Again, it's daily 
daily growth, intentionally purposed, not being afraid to make mistakes, and being actively engaged in the process. And again, you apply this formula, it will work for you. From your standpoint, growth means increased leadership capacity. The more time you spend leading, the less time you spend managing. And the less time you spend managing, the more time you spend imagining, the more time you are visioning of where we're going to move forward tomorrow. So again, don't forget to apply that dime. It will get you great results that you will not be sorry for. While you're here, take a moment right now to go ahead and subscribe to the Tech Leaders Toolbox podcast. You'll find the button to subscribe right here on the page. Do that, and you'll always be up to date on the bold and innovative leadership principles we're sharing here. Oh, and come join the Tech Leaders Toolbox Facebook group as well, where we'll all discuss these concepts in more detail and answer your questions. So subscribe today and share this with your friends. All right, at this point in time, like we said uh, every week, I like to share a little uh, outdoor cooking recipe for you. Again, I am a huge, passionate fan of outdoor cooking. Uh, I do a lot of Dutch oven cooking, cooking over open fire because I work with uh, scouts uh, all the time and go camping a lot. I also have a grill and I have a smoker that I keep in my backyard, a cooker. And uh, in fact, recently I did a uh, did a uh, turkey breast uh, in the smoker with hickory wood and and uh, pork butt. And oh man, they came out so good and the meat was just so delicious. And I just love that nice reddish ring around the meat. But I love to cook, and in fact, I have uh, cook, created a Facebook group called Smoke and Ash, and I invite you to come out and join us out there, where me and a bunch of my friends who are into outdoor cooking as well share all kinds of recipes. And I wanted to share a recipe with you today, and so each and every week I share a recipe. Most of the recipes I share, you can do outdoors, but you could also adapt and do them indoors if you wanted to. And this one is actually a recipe I created for a cooking contest on a campout where we had to apply, you know, it was one of those like an Iron Chef thing where you had to have certain ingredients involved in it. And so this one was a side dish I created and I call it Golden Nugget Hash. Golden Nugget Hash. Uh, And by the way, these recipes, I post them all up on that Smoke and Ash Facebook group. So if you want to know more about the recipes, you can always find them there. So here's how Golden Nugget Hash goes. You need about a half a pound of bacon, which you're going to dice up into pieces, into little pieces. You need about two pounds of ground beef. Yes, this makes quite a lot. Uh, You need a whole onion. You're going to dice that up. You need a can of diced tomatoes and a can of golden yellow hominy. Now, if you're not familiar what hominy is, it's a type of corn that is, uh, the pieces tend to be extra large, a little bit larger, and they have a different consistency. Uh, To give you an example is hominy is oftentimes what they use to make grits. That's, That's where it comes from. So you need a can of golden yellow hominy, and if you can't find that, just use a can of yellow corn and about three to six diced potatoes, depending on your taste for potatoes and how big you want to make this. 
Now, what I also like to do for seasoning, you can use salt and pepper, although one of my favorite things to use, and you can find this in the store usually, it's called Everglades Seasoning. That's the brand name, Everglades Seasoning. It's one of those great season everything, seasonals, uh, but it's called Everglades Seasoning, and I use that in this recipe. And then also, I usually will add a few shots of hot sauce in there. So you're going to get your pot or your Dutch oven, and you're going to first cook your bacon and your ground beef. Uh, cook the bacon until it's crispy. Remove it from the pan. Cook the ground beef. And then once the ground beef is uh, cooked up, you'll add the bacon back in. And then you're going to add your onion and your diced potatoes. And stir and cook that for about five minutes or so until the potatoes start to soften a little bit. Season it with the Everglades seasoning and with a few dashes of hot sauce. Then stir that up and cook that for about a minute. Then add your can of tomatoes and your hominy. Stir that up thoroughly. Lower the temperature down. Initially, of course, you're going to cook it at a higher temperature to cook the ground beef and all that. Now you're going to lower that temperature down to about a medium low. And you're just going to cook that until it's heated all the way through. Now, again, that great, makes a great side dish or a main course with the beef and the bacon in it. It's a great main course. And you can serve that with a salad and rolls uh, or cornbread. Well, cornbread maybe not because you got the uh, hominy in there. But serve it with salad and uh, rolls of some kind. And uh, you've got a good meal there. And, again, it's called Golden Nugget Hash. If you want, again, if you, uh, you want the recipe, go on out to the Smoke and Ash Facebook group. Join us there, and you can get the recipe there. Or just send me an email to tltoolbox at boldlylead.com. That's tltoolbox at boldlylead.com, and I'll gladly send you the recipe. You can also use that email address. If you have a favorite recipe you would like to share, Send it to me at that email address or come on out to the Facebook group and share it there. If I like your recipe and if I use it on the show, I will give you credit for that recipe. I'll mention you by name and give you credit for that wonderful recipe that we'll share with everyone else. Well, so today we talked about uh, uh, the intentional growth, and that as a leader, we have to focus on growing daily with intention. We have to be open to making mistakes, and we have to be fully engaged in the learning process in order to make ourselves better, to spend more time leading, less time managing, so that we can create a better future for ourselves and for our team. Don't forget to go out and join our Facebook group for the Tech Leaders Toolbox, where you, if you have questions about what we talked about today, we can talk about them there and we extend the discussions. And be sure to subscribe using the subscribe button on the page that you're looking at now so that you don't miss any of these episodes coming up. We've got some great ones coming up in the future, and we've had some uh, great guests that we've had in the past. You want to make sure you listen to all of them and get the good picture there of uh, how you can increase your leadership with your team. Until the next time, go on out and be the leader that you were meant to be.